Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's Tuesday at noon here. Oh, my God, I'm so happy to be here. Larry Sharp, host of the Sharp Way Show, every evening, 7 p.m. But here, awesome, WYSL Rochester, W-E-N-Y, E-N-I in Elmira Corning, W-A-C-K in Newark, New York. That's the cool Newark. Sorry, Jersey, but this is the cool Newark. I'm just telling you, it just is. So, so happy to have you guys this evening. Give me a buzz, 585-346-3000. I know everyone is talking about Cuomo. I know. I have a couple of points. The first one I want to ask, and this goes back from what Nate said yesterday. Still bugging me a bit. Maybe Nate's right on this one. And it's still bugging me a little bit. Is this actually a distraction? I don't want to be conspiracy guy. That's not who I am. If you know me, I'm not conspiracy guy. At the same, at the same, you know, token... I don't want to not be conspiracy guy because it might be one. So are these people coming out? No. Are these people being spotlighted? Maybe that's a better way of putting it as a distraction. I hope not because I wouldn't want to believe that any of these women's women's pain is false or that any of their pain is you know in some way being used. I hope that's not true. But man, there's a part of me that thinks about this. But there's another piece. I want to be clear on what's happening here. While Cuomo's clearly a bad guy, and I don't ever want to go away from that, he's a bad guy. This is a little bit different. And I've been changing my mind over the last couple of days as I watch what's happening. Last week, if you remember, I was like, no way. He's fine. Cuomo's fine. Who cares? Now, I'm not 100% sure. And there's a couple reasons why. One of them is CNN is hammering him. Uh, John Oliver hammered him. Daily News hammering him. So it's one of two things. Either Nate's the smartest guy in the room, and this is a massive distraction campaign away from the nursing home issue, or they're really trying to turn on him. One of those two is true. They're really trying to turn on him. Now, why do I bring this up? Because if you notice, there's a similar thing happening now with the governor. I think it's of Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure someone will correct me. Whitmer. Whitmer? Whitmer? I think that's her name. She has another issue with reporting people going to nursing homes too. What a coincidence that is. Well, no one's going to pay attention to that if everyone's talking about Cuomo. So that's kind of where that thing comes to me. Is it a distraction? 
But let's say it isn't. I also want to be clear on something else. As I said yesterday, I still stand by it. Due process for everybody, even a terrible person like Cuomo. Due process for everybody. The third woman who accused is him is different. Both good and bad, if this makes any sense. And you'll see where I'm going with this. What Cuomo said, his words, his questions to the first two women aren't bad or illegal. The words. If he had said those words, you know, in a club or he's out in some picnic trying to pick up somebody and date somebody, eh, you could say whatever. Hey, want to play strip poker or whatever? Does that ever work? But whatever, maybe that's your thing and maybe you want to go play strip poker with him. Life is good. Fine. The problem isn't what he said. The problem was the environment he set it in. He was the boss. There's a power dynamic. It's at work. He's the governor of the state. Bad, bad, bad. What he said, not concerned. Where he said it, really concerned. Like, really a problem. Really a problem. But Larry, if he said in a picnic, it's still bad. No, if some guy is trying to pick you up and thinks that strip poker is the way to do it, all right, good luck for him. I hope it works. But you can just walk away and say, get away from me, creep. And you walk away. Done. Or you go play strip poker. Strip poker, poker if you like it. Whatever. You do what you want. But at your job, that's different. When he has a power dynamic control over you, that's different. In the second, in the third piece, I should say, if I remember the third accuser, this wasn't a staffer. So in theory, could he ask a woman to to kiss him in some party? Yeah, you could, in theory. She can say, no, you creep, get away from me. I'm not going to kiss you. Or kiss him if you want to kiss him. God, I hope you don't want to kiss him. But if you want to kiss him, kiss away. But he physically held her. Again, it's a power dynamic. He grabbed her physically. This is the problem I have. If you think you're super cool and you're going to be all smooth and say your smooth stuff and, and, and pick up the women, good on you. I hope, I hope you're successful. Good for you. But once you start that power dynamic, that's a personality issue that bothers me. I shouldn't want to dominate I shouldn't want to control. That's a bad personality to have, particularly for someone who's in charge like that. You can think you're cool or slick. Lots of men think they're cool and slick. Most of us aren't, but that's fine. We can think we're cool and slick, and hopefully we'll pick up a bunch of women if we want to, or whatever is the thing we're, we're into. That's my problem. The third one, in a way, is not as bad, because at least it wasn't a staffer, so that's something. But it's worse in that he put his hands on someone who didn't want his hands on them. That's a problem. And didn't let go. If he made a mistake, nudged her, grabbed her because he was fallen, eh, stuff happens. You say, sorry, didn't mean to grab you, I was fallen, and you leave. You grab someone by their face. Say you want to kiss him. I hope it's a misunderstanding for her. That she doesn't have to go through this trauma, but not for him. I hope he pays the price. So I, I bring this up because it really, we have to make sure that each one's different. 
And I cannot tell you how important nuance is here. Because what winds up happening is the next thing we hear is, you know, Cuomo's a rapist. He's not. Well, at least now that we know of. So he's not. So I want to make sure that we are nuanced. Harassment is harassment. Assault is assault. Rape is rape. If these accusations are true, clearly they're harassment. The last one might have been assault. Maybe. Again, might have been. Because now you're touching somebody. That's a line, right? That's a line. If I want to say, hey, sweetheart, to some woman walking down the street, that's, you know, not good, but not illegal. She can walk away. She can curse me out. She can give me the finger, whatever. I put my hands on her. I got a problem. She got a problem. We all got a problem. And that step he should have never made. And to think that he could put his hands on someone, you might say, Larry, is that the big deal? It is. Yes. You don't put your hands on somebody who doesn't want you to have your hands on them. Consent is everything. You hear me say a thousand times, I wear my libertarianism on my sleeve. If you want someone to put their hands on you, go ahead. Grab away. Consent is everything. This is my issue here. It is a huge piece. But I got to go further. While it looks really bad for him, there's another piece here we have to worry about too, which is why you keep hearing me talk about the nuance. Let's call harassment, harassment, assault, assault, rape, rape. They're all bad, but they're different. Power dynamic is key. Just because someone happens to be offended by what I say, First Amendment is there and you can get offended and you can call me a name. Power dynamic is key. But now we have people in New York City. De Blasio, my mayor. Boy, I got winners. My mayor, who now is all up in arms. Oh my God, sexual harassment is horrible. It's serious. We got to get him. Not that he's wrong, but wasn't Cuomo saying the same thing a couple years ago with Trump? Wasn't Cuomo saying the same thing, talking the same trash about Trump, and then all of a sudden now it's him? De Blasio, do what you want. I hope you're listening to the show. I'm going to give you my advice. Shut up. Don't say a word. Keep your mouth shut. Because if the Democrats sacrifice their God, Cuomo, His Majesty, King Andrew II, O'Hale King, if they sacrifice their God on the altar of cancel culture, you're next. Yep, you are next. And the second you, whatever, bent over and someone's going to say, he showed his butt to me, and boom, you are next. My opinion, do what you want. Shut up. Let due process go through. Let it happen. I know you can't wait to watch Cuomo squirm and burn. Me too. On this one, you and I are totally together. We are brothers when it comes to watching Cuomo burn and squirm around. We are brothers on that. That's about it. But that's something we can share. See? I'm building bridges. Look at me. Building bridges with Bill de Blasio. That went together. But I would stop. 
My worry here is a longer-term issue. And you're going to hear me talk about it a lot because when the torches and pitchforks come out, we start forgetting about everything else. And we decide who we're going to punish. And we all love the torches and the pitchforks until they aimed at us. Then all of a sudden it's unfair. Then all of a sudden it's wrong. Well, the pitchforks and the torches are always wrong. Everyone gets due process. You don't have to pile on. He's digging himself his own hole. We're going to cover how he's digging it after the break. Larry Sharp here on a free solution. Give me a buzz. 585-346-3000. Back after the break. A free solution. Can't I get you to sing just a few bars of Empire State of Mind? Oh, that's a, that's a campaign killer. All right, fine. We're going to go to the end of the debate. Unless you come to the show. All right, we're done. Unless you come to the shower. Is that right? I love that. Yeah, that was when I was running against him. CBS, when I asked you to have a debate with the three of us, to include me, you were like, no, we don't need that. We'll just do these two together. And that's what you got. You supported the system and you got that guy. You got a guy who on TV invited a female anchor into the shower. Yeah, that wasn't the problem. And I posted that on my social media and I told you about that. And you guys were like, this Larry Sharp guy's crazy. We'd rather have this guy. He's way better. Yeah. Are you really thinking that now? Maybe. I'm Larry Sharp. I ran for governor in 2018. I did against the current Lord and Master, His Majesty King Andrew Cuomo II. Oh, hell King. But I'm here with you in the afternoon on a free solution. WYSL Rochester. W-E-N-Y and E-N-I and Elmira Corning. The Patriot, W-A-C-K, in Newark, New York, 585-346-3000. I want to grab, if I could, a couple of comments from the interwebs. So, yes, Sonia G says, good afternoon, good morning, good to see you again, as always. Uh, one of my wonderful, wonderful people who I've met out in western New York. So, I'm so glad you're here. So, Chad says, please take King Andrew and his place. Maybe. We'll see. Absolutely. Ed says, his power dynamic of control is in everything he's done. It's been his theme for years. And I agree completely. I think you see it in what he's done. You see it how he takes control. You see it how he wrote his book. Everything is about him having control. The question I have is, in his mind, does he actually believe it? Right? Does he actually believe, I am the savior? Right? Uh, without me, you guys would be helpless. Does he actually believe that? Or is he just scared and trying to keep control? I think it's the former. I think he actually believes it. I think he's a bully and he thinks he's a righteous bully. I think he believes he's the only guy who can save us, Ed. I mean, without him, what would we do? I think he believes that. I do. Kishra says, old skeletons resurfaced from when he was HUD director too. There we go. A link right there for those who uh, who are interested. I don't think this is new for him. And I, I tell a lot of you. Thank you for that, Chris. I tell a lot of you 
when I was crossing this state in 2018, I met many politicians, those who were running for something or those who were actually, you know, elected. And all of them didn't like him, even those who supported him. Clearly, most Republicans didn't like him and didn't support him. But that makes sense. They're Republicans. But Democrats, too. They were like, no, nah, I don't like the guy. I mean, I support him because I need him, but I don't like him. And there was one, one person, an elected official, who said, Cuomo is like when the henchman becomes the boss. And I never forgot that. And I use that story often. And I would use that story with others who also know him, either work with him or around him. I'd ask that question. You know, a guy once told me Cuomo was like when the henchman becomes the boss. And nobody ever said, nah, not true. Every single person was at least like, yeah, sure. Someone like, oh my God, yes. This is universal. And I think what happens is your personality comes back to bite you. It does. Your past comes back to bite you. When these allegations came out, most people were like, yeah, makes sense. What if they came out about me? What if someone said, oh, Larry, he's harassing women on his campaign or something? You might believe it and you might not. But I would hope you wouldn't go, yeah, that's Larry, that guy, all about harassing women, all about the power dynamic. I hope you wouldn't at least say that. I hope I've shown myself to at least not be that guy, that you at least give me the benefit of the doubt. To be clear, I would still, even if it was me, I would still want you to respect the women who made the accusation and to do a full investigation. And I would begrudgingly put up with it because I wouldn't like it, obviously, because it'd be on me. But I would still do it, even though I wouldn't like it because who likes to be investigated? Nobody does. But I would still do it. And I would tell you to please respect the women because it's not, it's not about believing women. It's about respecting women. And I, again, I've got to be clear on that too. Respect is the key. It's not blind belief. It's respect. The odds are either the person did it or there was a misunderstanding. Is it possible a woman's lying? Possible. Women are humans. Humans lie. Possible. But respect them and make the assumption that you know, maybe there was a misunderstanding and maybe Larry's a bad guy and he does bad stuff. It's possible. Or maybe he read the, he read her signals wrong and he thought she wanted to go to the shower or whatever. I don't know. But my, my point is respect women, not believe. Respect. Critical piece. And your personality does come back to bite you. It does. If you're a jerk, people believe the stuff like that. Instead of going, really? Maybe not. So Chad brings up Yes, you're right. Thank you, Chad. I'd forgotten about Kavanaugh. He was talking about Trump, but Cuomo also talked trash about Kavanaugh. And Chad says, Cuomo made a statement stating Kavanaugh should take a lie detector test about his accusations. Perhaps he should take his own advice. Yeah, why don't we? Let me do that lie detector thing. Let's do that. Not a bad idea now. Does it? It's not so good when the prosecutor is prosecuted. Yeah, Absolutely. Sam says, maybe we can get some tears in a story from Cuomo about how he was sexually harassed once too and his, impl- and his implication that it makes it okay. He did with his dad dying in the COVID home. Yeah. Sam, that felt dirty reading that. 
Like that felt bad reading it. But you're right. That's what he would do. As like when I was reading it, I was like, oh, no, like nah, taste dirty saying it. But you're right. He does always make it about him. Yes. In fact, if he all of a sudden did that, if he said, oh, I said these things because when I was a child, this thing happened to me. Or why would I do that? This happened to my sister. This happened to my mother. That's not against his nature. This goes back to the personality type. If he did it, I, yeah, I'd say that's exactly who he is. That's exactly what he would say. Yes. Yeah. Um, Boda says the only, oh, is it Buddha? I'm sorry. I may have uh, pronounced that wrong. Buddha says the only reason Cuomo is allowed to do these things is that the community around him does it. Does the community do it or does the community allow it? Or both. Generally speaking, in a world like Cuomo's, only the boss gets to do the cool things, right? It's like almost any cult, right? The cult leader gets to have all the women. Nobody else does, right? So I think it's... I'm not sure if everybody's doing it. Or maybe everyone within his peer group is doing it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe the the people in the community... Not community, in the peer group are doing it. But the community is very often, in, in environments like this, held to higher standards. It should be the reverse, right? The leader should be held to higher standards. But in these types of environments, the reverse is true. The juniors are held to higher standards. And why I would say this is, look at the juniors in New York State. Many of them have gone to jail. But he hasn't. I think this is the ultimate in hypocrisy. He does what he wants. We don't. What about sorry? That could be a bad thing. Talk about that when we come back. Larry Sharp, our free solution. Back after the break. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe. Safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585 200 3182. That's 585 200 3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Larry Sharp back on A Free Solution here on WYSL in Rochester, New York. One of the coolest cities in the world. I mean, New York City. I'm I'm sorry. I I do live in a cool city. It is a communist, I guess, police state. 
but it still could be cool, right? In a kind of nostalgic form of way. W-E-N-Y-E-N-I, Elmira recording, The Patriot, and W-A-C-K, Newark, New York, 585-346-3000. Thank you so much for joining me. And give me a little bit of your afternoon. There are a bunch of comments I want to break up again. I'm, I'm glad you guys are are really enjoying this. Someone asked, who has covered for him? It's a good question. It, it, are there people out there going, no way, no way, no way? I would hope that if it were me and that people were like, Larry harassed these women, at least somebody would come up and go, no, he doesn't seem like that guy. I would hope someone would do that. If not, what have I done? Oh my God, how bad is I? How how bad is I? Wow, what? How bad is my grammar? How bad am I? That's how you should speak English. How bad am I if nobody would stand up for me at all? Oh my God, that'd be terrible. I, I hope that wouldn't happen. I hope that wouldn't happen. Missy said, it's disgusting if he assaulted those women. Disgusting. And I don't think he assaulted the first two. The third one, that could be assault. I mean, you you see his hands on her. That doesn't mean it's assault. I'm just saying that looks like assault. It looks like it, but I you never know. They could have been dancing right before. We should hear everybody out. But man, that looks like assault to me. That looks bad. The third one really looks bad, 100%. Um, on a good note, I've never seen de Blasio happier. Yes, you guys, you know, when I spoke and speak about the difference between de Blasio and Cuomo, many of you kind of laugh about it and say, oh, they're the same, they're bad. They are both bad. That part's true. But they're different. They're bad different. De Blasio is actually a true believer. He really believes in his heart that if, you know, he just takes 95% of your income, John. I know he takes like 60 now. That's not enough. He needs 95. And if he takes 95% of your income, he will deliver the socialist utopia that he's been talking about. He believes that. He's a true believer. Cuomo's not. Cuomo's a Cuomoist. He'll be a Republican tomorrow if he thought he'd stay in power. He'd be a libertarian. He'd be a green. He doesn't care. He just wants to be in power. He doesn't care about the, the party or the ideal or any of that stuff. And de Blasio knows it, and he hates Cuomo for it because he wants Cuomo to be a true believer, and he's not. That's why de Blasio is so angry, because he gets to burn the heretic. He gets to burn the heretic, and he wants to burn the heretic because Cuomo wants you to be, I'm sorry, de Blasio wants you to be a real socialist, true believer, heretic. So, yes, that that is a that's the reason why he's so angry and upset about this. Yes. So Christopher says, Larry's response to Joe Rogan asking him if Cuomo was a D was golden. Yes, it was. When I was on Rogan, he asked me about it. I, I said the truth. I'd only met his majesty, King Andrew Cuomo II, oh, hello, King. I'd only met him once. It was during debates, gubernatorial debates in 2014 when I was supporting then our candidate, Michael McDermott. And I was his driver, driving him around, helping him out, donating. I was I was supporting our candidate in 2014, and I met him at briefly, and he kind of 
distantly shook my hand and dismissed me, like, peasant. Aren't you happy that I've touched you, peasant? That's how he was to me. So, yeah, he didn't give me a warm and fuzzy feeling at all, 100%. Jericho says he's burned a lot of bridges. One of the news anchors recently said, it helps to have friends in these situations for which he doesn't have any left. I often wonder about him, I mean, the dynamics between him and de Blasio. Great point, Jericho. Great point. When you don't have... I've mentioned this before. A lot of people think that you gain loyalty by being strong and powerful and things like that. No. You gain followers out of fear, which can work short term. Violence does work short term. You know, do it or I'll kill you. Okay, I'll do it. But now it's tomorrow and I can't kill you anymore. I'm not doing it. It doesn't work. If you really want to grow with people, if you really want to have people who are loyal, then what happens is you fail and you forgive yourself and you allow them to forgive you. They fail and you allow them to forgive themselves and you forgive them. And you keep walking through life understanding that neither of you is perfect and both of you will fail. The more you do that, the more vulnerable you can be with the people around you, the more loyalty you have from them. Some will still stab you in the back. There's always going to be a backstabber. That's... That's a thing you'll never stop. But you can get people who will stand with you when you fell and when they fell and you help each other up. That is how you build real loyalty. He doesn't do that. When his friends fall down, he kicks them. And he hasn't been able to fall down yet because he's made everyone afraid of him. They won't let him fall. But now he's fallen. We'll see. We will absolutely see. Um, John says, I'm waiting for one of these news stations to get Spitzer's opinion on all this. For those of you who remember about Governor Spitzer, he left in shame too. He had a, a scandal, but his was a sex worker scandal. I respect Spitzer far more than I respect Cuomo. Far more. Spitzer wanted to either dominate or be dominated, but at least he paid the woman. At least she was okay with it. There was consent. He's like, oh, you want me to come dominate you? All right. You want to dominate me? Fine. That's going to cost you. And she was okay with it. That's consent. That's not harassment. That's one adult saying, I'm good doing this for this fee. He gives him the fee, do the thing. Everybody's happy. I'm totally fine with that. He literally brought brought this woman from another state. He brought this woman from another state and brought her across borders, the, the state borders. That's why it got in trouble. Because now it was interstate. It became federal. That's a big problem. And he had to go. But is that really compared to Cuomo? That's fine. That's consensual adults. I may think it's dumb, and I do think it's dumb, and it's hypocritical because Spitzer prosecuted people who use sex workers. So it's totally hypocritical. And Spitzer's still bad. I'm just saying compared to Cuomo, Spitzer's fine. If I had to pick governors and I only had those two, I'll take Spitzer. Not a great governor, but I'll take him. And at least Spitzer wanted to fix family court. Yeah. The last governor who cared about fixing family court was Spitzer. No one else cared except for Spitzer. So if I got to pick him, I'll take Spitzer. But I'm not a huge Spitzer fan. He's a hypocrite too. Just it's relative. The problem is Cuomo's so bad that most people are better than him. (laughs) Almost no matter how bad you are, most are better than him because he's so bad. 
So thank you for bringing him up, John. I appreciate that. Sonia says, do you think we'll have a redo uh, of me, Molinaro, and King Cuomo for, you know, for, of 2018? I don't think there'll be a redo. I don't think Molinaro will run again. I think he's done his bit. He's out. Astorino did his bit. He's out. There are a lot of sharks in the water now. A lot of sharks in the water now. And here's the sad part. If you're a Republican, please hear me on this. Your party is going to tell you they can just run some some cool Republican and they can beat Cuomo. That's not true. I still know this state. I cross this state every year. Even though there are a lot of Democrats who don't like Cuomo, a lot of Democrats still don't like Republicans, and this is a deeply blue state. It's at least two and a half to one Democrat to Republican. The odds of Republican winning non-existent. And the Democrats in New York hate Trump. Hate him. You know it. You live in this state. You know the Democrats in this state. They hate Trump. And anybody who wins the the Republican um, primary is probably going to be someone who supports Trump. Because Republicans in New York are conservative. And most of them like Trump. The vast majority of New York Republicans like Trump. So it's probably going to be someone who supports Trump. The odds of the New York Democrats voting for a Trump-supporting Republican in a statewide election, that's got to be one really special Republican. I mean, really special. It could happen. But man, you're asking for a whole lot. So I think there'll be sharks in the water. There'll probably be a, a Republican primary, probably a Democrat primary. Lots of stuff going on. This will be a very interesting 20. 20- 22. And will I be part of it? That's the question I know. I will announce this summer whether I'll be part of it or not. Larry Sharp on a free solution. 585-346-3000. Back after the break. This is Kevin Wilson, the host of A Free Solution. If you're enjoying this episode right now, you think that me and Larry Sharp are providing good content to you, I'd appreciate you doing us a favor. We have a Patreon now. If you go to patreon.com slash a free solution, pledge to donate five, ten dollars a month, just a, a few bucks a week, and this helps us create new content, hire better researchers, get better guests, and Helps us stay on air, too, because it's not totally free to be on the air. Give $5, $10 a month to our Patreon. And as a reward, we also give you exclusive early access to some of our episodes and bonus content as well. Stuff that you will no longer be able to find on the podcast. So go to patreon.com slash a free solution to support our show and make sure that me and Larry Sharp can give you the best content possible. Thanks. A free solution tends to be a little more conservative in upstate New York, and I think they don't know me as well. That's the issue. Upstate doesn't know him as well. It's just been 10 years, that's all. Harry Sharp here on a free solution. WYSL in Rochester, WENYENI in Elmira Coring, the Patriot, WACK in Newark, New York. So happy that you're giving me a small chunk of your afternoon. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. You know what? Follow us on Facebook and YouTube. A free solution. Check us out. We're on every day. Not just me. I'm now on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. I grab Monday because 
the amazing Kevin Wilson is now out with a baby. Kevin, babies and such. Anyway, so I picked up a day, but he's still on. Andrew's on. People are on. You should be here. Noon to one. Check us out. Please do that. I want to pick up a couple of, of pieces that people brought up here again. You know, Logic Rex brings up, at least he paid her, right? He's laughing. But yeah, that's consent, right? As as much as I think it was hypocritical of Spitzer to prosecute people for se- uh, using sex workers and then him to use one, totally hypocritical, horrible. When it comes to affecting the woman and respecting the woman, at least he gave her consent. She gave him consent. She agreed to it. It's fine. Cuomo's playing a power dynamic where women aren't agreeing to anything. He's just violating them. At least Spitzer was like, can we make a deal? And she was like, yeah, fine. Pay me the money and we'll we'll do the things. It's fine. So I think it's better. It's, it's better. I mean, look, they're all bad. It's levels of bad. But it's better. So, um... Now that Trump, I'm sorry, Ed says, is gone, we are starting to see the pace pick up on these politicians to shore themselves and each other. This being huge, but I think there will be more. I'm watching Newsom and Cali closely. No more big orange target in official position. I cannot tell you how much you are correct, Ed. I brought this up before. I'm doing I told you so. so I'm sorry, but I am. Trump united Democrats against him. With him not being president anymore, the Democrats are starting to have problems. They're fighting amongst each other. They're taking each other down. There's no more orange men to attack and go bad and try to pull him down. They they won their election. They got rid of him. So now what? Oh, my God. They're the, the dog that caught the car. Now, I got this car. Now what am I going to do? I don't know what to do now. So that's what's actually happening right now. You're completely right. Democrats are mad at Biden. Have you seen them attack Biden? Then they, the $15 an hour thing, they're upset about that. Now they're mad at Cuomo. Yeah, they are fighting each other and they're collapsing. Now, what will happen in the future? I'm unsure. But here is the part that I want to bring up that is kind of important overall, but does touch your piece, Ed. Trump and Cuomo and the Democrats. When Cuomo said he was sorry, he apologized. Now, it wasn't a great apology because how could it be? But the fact that he said sorry. Immediately, all the Democrats said, not good enough. Not good enough. See, he apologized. He's guilty. We now have an environment to where you only have two choices. The Trump one, which is never say sorry, double down on everything. And people said Trump is mean and nasty. Look, I didn't vote for Trump. I voted for Joe Jorgensen. I threw my vote away on Joe Jorgensen, as the saying goes. I'm just going to be forward and try to give people credit where credit is due. I'm giving Spitzer credit where credit is due. I'm going to give Trump credit where credit is due. It wasn't that he was mean. I mean, maybe he was. I don't know Trump personally. But he was also savvy. He realized if he ever said sorry, they would punish him anyway. If they punish him worse. So don't say sorry. No. To hell with you. Double down. Triple down. You're, gonna, you're going to hate me no matter what I do, so I'm not going to give you any ammunition. And my people are going to support me no matter what I do, so double down on everything. Triple down on everything. That's not Donald Trump's fault. That's our fault. We've created an environment to where if you just do a sorry, 
Now the vultures come out. Now the sharks are in the water. You have to do one of two things. Either basically get on your knees and beg for forgiveness and hope the court will accept you as a heretic. Or double down and go, no, no, you get nothing. To hell with you. You're all bad. You're evil. Right? You're bad. You harass me. Right? You've, you've got to go there. Is that where we are? I hope we're not. But I feel, I feel like we're almost there. Again, not that I didn't want Cuomo to say sorry. Not that he could have even made a decent apology. But he was afraid to make an apology. Then people said, you have to apologize. And he bent and apologized. And he got beat up more. I think if you have an apology, there are several things you have to have in it. I think people have to believe you really mean it. And the strongest apologies, and this is for you with your friends, your family, anyone, is an apology that doesn't ask for forgiveness. And that may seem weird. But if I wrong you, if I'm, if Ed, I say something that I shouldn't have said, I, I, I make you angry, I insult you for some reason, whatever I do. And maybe I was mad and I said it and I wanted to hurt you and I said something bad and you got pissed off and now you're mad at me. If I go, dude, I said I'm sorry. Come on, forgive me. That's not a real sorry. That's a, I don't like how things are so I'm going to say whatever I can say so you'll just shut up, Ed. So you can stop being a, a knucklehead. But if I instead say, Ed, I said what I said because I was mad. No excuse. I did it. I shouldn't have done it. I was emotional, I was angry at you, and I said stuff I shouldn't have said, and I'm telling you that I'm sorry, and I'm going to make it better. You don't have to forgive me. Forgive me if you want, but I was wrong. I'm going to make it better. That's a better apology. In that case, at least Ed goes, all right, Larry's a jerk. We'll see. At least I'll get a, we'll see. All right, let's see. What are you going to do? Let's see. And if I do the things that I say, and I start acting the right way and showing you that I'm sorry, I was mad, I did something stupid, I regret it, I, I respect that relationship, I don't want to end it, then you might go, all right, the lot of guy's okay, it's fine, he was a jerk then, but he's okay, he just made a mistake. But if I'm like, come on, what's wrong with you, why, why don't you forgive me already, come on, now you're like, this guy Larry's just a jerk, I, I didn't like him, I still don't like him. And as it may seem funny as I say it, I think we feel it as humans. We feel that sometimes sorry has become, it doesn't mean sorry. Sorry sometimes mean, will you shut up already? Will you shut up already? I said, I'm sorry. Will you stop? And when we feel it's one of those, we actually get angrier. The sorry becomes worse. I remember I had a problem with a buddy of mine years ago. I didn't realize that even made him angry. He was really mad at me. And me, being a, maybe a little bit immature myself, I got mad at him because he was mad at me and I didn't know why. But he was my friend and I loved him. I still love him. And I didn't want to lose the friendship. So I went to him anyway. And I was a little bit upset, but I tried to calm down. I was like, dude, what's going on, man? Why are you upset? What's going on? And he laid into me. He was mad. And when he laid into me, I was at least at that point, I didn't strike back. I just kind of hurt him. I took him. He laid into me. And I was like, okay, you know what? I didn't know that that's what came across. And I said, the reason why I was a jerk 
is because I didn't know I hurt you. And now once I saw I hurt you, now I actually am sorry. I didn't want to. I respect you. I love you. And we had a conversation. And now we're still friends. You can fix it with a sorry if it's a real sorry. Not a, can we just get past this sorry? That's the issue. Real contrition is not just about the words. It's about everything behind it and what happens afterwards also. I'm not sure that our politicians or even our society even gets that. Maybe it is. But what's the real solution? It's a real sorry. It's a real apology. It's an epiphany. It's an understanding. And it's the ability for you to be vulnerable personally and accept those consequences. Then maybe we can heal. I want us to heal. Larry Sharp on a free solution. Thank you for giving me your afternoon. I will see you very soon.